The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Hello and welcome to February. So much going on in the month of February. We have Black History Month. We have the celebration of love. And I am super excited to be here with you today because... This is the Everyday Peace Show, where we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace, defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Wow. Just take a moment and just inhale that. Hold it for a second and slowly but completely exhale that knowing that in this moment, You have everything that is required for you to live at peace right now, right now. Did you know that? Isn't that amazing? So I want you to know that, yes, it is possible to live a life of everyday peace. Yes, you deserve peace every day. And yes, you can have everyday peace. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace. Super excited, you guys, because we're in the middle of 2021, in the middle, right? We're in, we're in February, but it goes by so fast. And as we open up this year and get started off, um, our anthem for 2021 is, what are we waiting for? That was our first question of our live show. Are we waiting for personal growth and happiness to just knock on our door and take ownership of our own upper lives? Or have we decided to take ownership of our own happiness? Of course, we're everyday peacemakers. We have decided to take ownership of our own happiness. So we're done waiting. And this is why we gather here every week to help each other as we explore our journey of everyday peace. In our first uh, live show of the year, we talked uh, about the need to start our journey now. Not tomorrow, not next week, but right now with whatever is going on in your life right now. We had the acclaimed speaker and radio personality, Vincent Jenna, on the show to speak to us about New Year's resolutions. And we discovered, I'm sure it was no great discovery to us, that most of those New Year's resolutions don't make it. Right? We don't see those to fruition. He told us that his research uh, was like 92% do not see uh, an outcome on those resolutions. And he gave us some really good tips on how to become part of the 8% that really do accomplish those resolutions. Uh, last week, we had the incredible Dr. Kiltz, the renowned fertility doctor who spoke with us about the importance of living a healthy life on our path to happiness. And he shared his findings from years of research on sustainable health. And I have to tell you, I have received so much positive feedback from the listeners of that show. Dr. Kiltz was amazing. Uh, We did not talk about fertility necessarily. So if you missed that show, we talked about uh, inclusiveness and health. And he had some extraordinary ways that were quite simple um, to maintain our healthy lifestyle. So uh, I, I encourage you, you'll definitely want to listen to that as we start on this journey of 
not waiting, but taking ownership of our happiness right now. So if you missed either of these shows, don't worry. You can catch them up and listen to past uh, episodes by subscribing to Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and you can listen to them on the Unity Online Radio website. Now, if you have not completed the free course to discover your passion, It's February. It's a good time to do that. And you can get your free passion course by emailing me at DrayvonJames at gmail.com. Put the word free in the subject line and you'll get that. So we're we're kicking off. Um, This is Black History Month. And in honor of this special time, we are trying something new. Isn't that amazing? We're trying something new. We have a new format and we're hoping to bring you two guests for each show. So that's new for us. And that's a big endeavor. Today, we hope to bring you um, Ray Mapp, the owner of Purpose Publishing, who's going to talk to us about the superpowers of Black inventions and innovations. And we're also going to have um, Jaya Jayamira, a wellness living expert and author of a new book entitled The Soul of Purpose, a step-by-step approach to create a purpose-driven healthy life. And I'm super excited about the direction that we're going in, each and every one of us, all of us, everyday peacemakers, right? Taking ownership of this journey is so important and stepping out of any type of victim or anything that's holding us back and understanding that we have to make the decision that we want to have a purpose-driven life. When we make that decision, it's ours. We step into that. So we're going to start off our guests, our guests, our show today by bringing on our guest, Jaya Jayamira, a research scientist turned natural health advocate. She is known as the wellness lifestyle expert and is the go-to media expert on mind-body wellness, stress management, mindfulness, food for mood, and nat- natural health and healthy living. She is a best-selling author, a TEDx and motivational speaker, and creator of The Well Method. After healing herself naturally from debilitating fibromyalgia, Myra developed The Well Method to teach others the four cornerstones of a healthy, purpose-driven life. Her approach to mind-body wellness, spirituality, and purpose shows why one-size-fits-all solutions don't work for everyone, and how to find what will work for you. Myra's debut book, Vibrational Healing, Attain Balance and Wholeness, Understand Your Energetic Type, is now published in 10 languages and is available worldwide. Her upcoming book, or recently published book, The Soul of Purpose, has been published as of January 2021, so just very new out on the market, by Post Hill Press. Having the strong desire to give back, Myra is the founder and executive director of the 501c3 nonprofit organization, and I want to say this right, GITA for the Masses, teaching spiritual practices that promote conscious character development, interreligious dialogue, and interfaith harmony. Welcome to the show, Myra. I'm super excited to have you as our guest today. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, you know, and I got to tell you, um, I'm always interested when people um, have such advanced degrees as yourself and you're drawn to this passion work. What was it for you that made that? I know you, you healed yourself, but your journey had to start before that. What was it that sparked that interest for you? Like this is this is the, the path for you. 
I think it's something that I've really known since I was a child. I've always had a deep interest in writing, in healing, in teaching, and making the world a better place. And so any of the times that I was doing that or focusing my energy in this direction, especially the spiritual pursuits, is when I was the absolute happiest. So when I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and had to really reevaluate my career, I just decided it was time to make a major change and do something that I was truly passionate about. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And so part of that change in our time together today, we we're talking about your, your book. Um, so part of that change has led to this life of service that, that you've, that you've put together here and the book, uh, purpose-driven life what inspired you to begin that work really for me yeah it's really to emphasize to people that physical health is not possible unless it's on a platform of spiritual health mental health and emotional health so if you get all of those things in alignment your physical health will follow along. I think that so many people underestimate the mind-body-soul connection. And so this book is really meant to highlight how important purpose is and how it's integral to our spiritual being uh, and even helps create our physical body type. You know, I think we hear that so much. And I've worked in healthcare for going on 31 years now, and it's even becoming mainstream. You'll hear physicians say that, but I think the general public really, for the most part, does do not get the connection between your physical health, your blood pressure, your insomnia, uh, even your diabetes, autoimmune disease, and the correlation between um, their state of being. That's very true. Uh, Most people don't understand the connections very much at all, but stress, mental health, emotional health, a a lot of these, uh, they do start in the physical body. Like there's very simple things that we can do to facilitate health and well-being. Even just being happy and living your purpose has now been scientifically proven to boost your immunity, to help regulate hormones, and even improve heart health because it decreases stress and anxiety, which, which are basically precursors for developing heart disease. Yeah, decreasing stress and anxiety. And I always say, you know, happiness is so, it's um, short-lived, right? It's always usually associated with what's happening, right? People go in and out of happiness, right? And this quest for joy, which is uh, stands alone. So joy kind of can be there no matter what's going on externally. But I always think that being happy, getting to that place of happiness is the precursor to joy where you could find that. So it has a lot in my mind to do with sort of... Um, seeking out a certain peace, you know, mm-hmm. finding, finding those things that, and, and being in tune to yourself too, finding those things that resonate. I mean, you can find yourself, you know, your lips starting to part and you're getting that smile on your face and saying, aha, this moment right here, maybe this music, walking in this park or listening to the sound of these birds, it's doing something for me. And the reverse is true too, I think, is realizing when certain environments do not support your sense of happy. Right? Oh, very true. Very true. Especially toxic people in relationships. That's uh, one of the things that I really strongly work with people on trying to rectify in their lives is to make sure that you're spending time with the right people because that's going to have probably one of the largest impacts on your mental and emotional state. Wow, that's huge. And I would I, I would bet that a vast 
number of our listeners right now are trying to figure out like what do we, what do we do what do I do with this toxic person that's in my life or even worse yet when you realize that you've taken up some of those toxic behaviors and mm-hmm. uh, now you're exhibiting that you know that same behavior that makes you so stressed right and oh absolutely out. and it it's so hard. I mean, when, when I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, God really opened up a way for me to move forward. And I mean, I ended up uh, leaving my job. My husband divorced me. Unfortunately, I was separated from my young children at the time, which was very hard on me. But it really opened up my life to something new and new possibilities that uh, I couldn't even dream of otherwise. Like, I wasn't certain how I was going to get out of my situation and circumstance, but God made a way. And I think that that's one of the most important things to remember is that you were given a purpose for a reason. And if you are really intent on living your purpose, God is going to make a way for you to do that no matter what. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are listening to um, the author, The Soul of Purpose, Jaya Jaya Myra. And something that you just said, and I do not want to gloss over that, is that that's real pain. And thank you for sharing that, you know, being in that space of uh, losing a relationship and being able to hold fast to there is something on the other side of this that is good. Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. So often we get stuck in it. Yeah, go ahead. It's it's huge. I mean, w- without purpose and faith, I don't know how people can get through any of these major difficulties in life. But even when I was at my lowest of low points, like I had to declare bankruptcy, my home was foreclosed on. Uh, like I said, my husband divorced me. Everything was literally gone. I had less than $20 to my name. I still had the deep faith and knowing that everything was going to be okay and that there was a path being laid. I truly believe everything that I write about in my book and how uh, purpose is really this causal seed from your soul that shapes your physical body type. It shapes your psychological temperament. It gives you your strengths and your gifts and your talents. And all of these things are, are really here to help you succeed and propel you forward. And so when you start to like work with all of this and understand that you have a definitive place in the universe, there's no way that you can fail. Oh my goodness. You've said so much just in that sentence right there. And that almost sound like a mantra to me. And, and because I am a, believe so much in self the power of self-talk and that you know here you were in the middle of all of this and and we've all had our trials and tribulations and sometimes you know we all have heard this it is darkest before the dawn right but in that in that place right there the midnight hour when you're alone and you're thinking to yourself a little bit like how could I be here to have that strong mantra that 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 faith that says I know like I know without without any you know positive proof evidence that my hand can touch but i know that i know that this event whatever this is has come for one purpose and that is to bow down and serve me as i move along on my pathway to my success and that is beautiful how do how did you get that how do, how can a listener you know i wish we could just i wish we could just go to the mall and purchase that i really do <laughs> <laughs> I, I do too you know that would make life so much easier but to be honest, it, it, was born, it was born out of tremendous suffering in my life, honestly. Um, I had had to face emotional and sexual abuse as a very young child from about the ages two to eight. I mean, if you can imagine that. I mean, who, who would, 
like molest a two-year-old, but that's what happened to me. Uh, that trauma was so bad that I had a complete mental block to this for a very long time. Like I wasn't even able to uncover a lot of this stuff until well after I had been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and reconciling all that was a huge part of my healing journey. But everything that I had to deal with as a child really pushed me deeper into my faith. I spent more time at church. I cultivated my own relationship with God and that pulled me through everything. And that helped me to excel, to do good in school, to have a focal point and to feel joy no matter what was going on in my life. Like, yes, you're gonna have pain and sorrow, but that does not inhibit joy. Joy is something that comes from the deepest part of your being. And once you're able to touch that, nothing can take that away from you. Oh, pain and sorrow does not inhibit joy. I love that right there. Pain and sorrow does not inhibit joy, right? It's that peace that surpasses all understanding that, you know, why are you smiling when it looks like your world is falling down? How can you say that, you know, I know, like I know that my, that I am going to be a success, that this is going to pass when there's no evidence of it. And it is because pain and sorrow does not inhibit joy. It's a key point that you said here is that your success, your knowing was born out of suffering. For all those listeners who are in a place where you're dealing with something right now, be encouraged because this is what this is what everyday peace is about. We're not promised that we'll never have a challenge because if we never had a challenge, we'd never have a Jaja Myra who's here to talk to us about um, how to come to the other side of that. Our journey will help someone else. Are, are continuing to persist on our pathway to whatever we are drawn to when we listen to a quiet space inside of us. Continuing to pursue that pathway will bless and encourage somebody else, not just you, but somebody else. So that I, feel, I find that extraordinary that you were able to hear from two years old trauma beginning as early as two years old and then being able to say, even still, I, I, I ground myself and know that there's no, the, the physical pain of that, the emotional pain of that is present, but equally present are all the tools that you need to continue on your pathway, to heal and to be, be the catalyst for healing for other people. So that's, a, that's amazing. That's a boom. So what, 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 are, what do we see coming next for you? You've been on everything. I'm looking, I look at your bio. She's been <laughs> everywhere. I'm so honored to have you on the Dr. Drayvon James show. You've been everywhere. You're, you're world now recognized for your work that you do as a wellness um, lifestyle expert. What, what's next? What's coming up? Uh, that is a really good question. I'm just continuing to get myself out there. I'm starting my third book now, which is going to really take a very, very strong look at spirituality and what that means in the modern day. Uh, but I am just so passionate about getting this message out that purpose is so integrated into your soul that it literally shapes your physical body type and structure gives you your gifts and everything that you need to succeed. It's like, this is literally all the same universal fabric that makes up everything about you. So if you live your purpose, you are going to be on a path of success, no matter what, and God will make a way for you to succeed. So let the, and I love that. I hear you saying purpose is integrated into your soul. So what about our listeners who are at this place? And I, and I work with clients who are definitely at this place. They, they feel that 
the life that they're living is not their purpose, but they don't know how to mm-hmm. connect. And they, they, you know, it's so many opportunities out here, but they can't focus on, or they can't, they don't feel guided to one thing over the other. How do, what is, is there a way that someone can decode themselves so that they can find out their purpose? Uh, absolutely. One of the basic things I recommend people to do is look at the things that you really enjoy. What What are your talents? Like, even if you're not able to make a career out of these things or you don't know exactly what they are, what do you really enjoy doing? What talents do you have? Those are a part of your purpose. They're integrated into who you are, and those are going to help you to be able to live your purpose. I think that there's two major pieces to it. There, there's one, looking at what your innate talents and gifts are. And then the other is looking at your life and your experiences that you've had. In particular, a lot of times the painful experiences are the ones that really shape us. They're the ones that cultivate meaning. So when you're able to take both sides, utilize your talents and gifts in a way that help to facilitate meaning based on your experiences, you are really uh, looking straight forward onto your path of purpose you will find that that is what brings you the most satisfaction and enables you to be the most successful. I love that. So, I mean, now that you, you just really demystified it for me, because if you're wanting to know what your purpose is, what makes you happy? What is it that you do that you're like, yeah, I could do that all day. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Because you even have more energy when you're doing what you enjoy. I mean, if you want to really dive into it, definitely get my book. I even go into the spiritual science from Eastern philosophy. We uncover elemental types and how your purpose is encoded in your elemental type and how that even determines your physical body shape and physique. I mean, there's so much uh, spiritual science behind all of this. It's pretty mind-blowing. And that's what I'm so passionate about sharing with people. This is not just like a motivational talk saying that God is going to support you. It is literally encoded into the fabric of your DNA and your physical body type. So I am so, so super excited to be able to share this message with people and help motivate and inspire people to succeed. Yes. And it's, it is worth, you know, each of us is like a snowflake, right? There's no two alike, right? You know, we're talking to Jai Jai Maya, and she discusses her book, The Soul of Purpose, a step-by-step approach to create a purpose-driven, healthy life. If you're, the life you're living right now is not making you smile from ear to ear, it could be because you are not living in your purpose. And that's an easy fix. It really is. It takes some work. For sure, it takes some work, but you're Absolutely worth it. The key to um, discovering your purpose, get the book and learn the step-by-step approach. But I love the fact that we have these two little cheat. I love, I love to cheat, I guess. <laughs> and these two little cheat tips right here, which says, what do you enjoy and what are your talents? And I know what are your talents can be kind of hard. Sometimes I talk to people like, oh, I'm not good at anything, but you do know what you like. You know, if you, if, I don't care if it's just, you know, you like movies, maybe you ought to be a critic and, you know, critiquing movies or something like that. Know what you like. What makes you smile? Get to know yourself. Get your worth the investment. You are worth the investment of time to find happiness within yourself because you're the only earthly person that you will do this entire journey with. So you are so worth it. What what do you enjoy? Uh, what are some of your life experiences? I love how you provide a fresh outlook on some of that pain and that trauma by saying that your gift 
and this is not to say we would wish you any more trauma, but maybe the gift that you came to provide, and Myra, you can correct me if I got this wrong, but what I'm hearing is that it could be connected to that trauma, what you got out of that trauma. That may be- Oh, absolutely. Unleash, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it could unleash what you've come to give. Totally. When those wounds run deep, you're forced to dig so deep inside of yourself in order to heal that. And so the deeper that you go, the closer your connection with yourself and God is going to be. So honestly, I find traumatic experiences to be a great blessing because nothing was given to us that we cannot overcome. So anything that has happened to you in your life, God already knows that you're strong enough to overcome this. And this is just going to help mold you into that compassionate, loving, uh, understanding person that you're meant to be. You know, just like muscles don't go, grow strong without resistance or doing a little bit of weight training, your character does not grow strong unless you have obstacles to cultivate your character. Mm, iron sharpens iron, right? Remember that? That's how that works. We all know that, that these these uh, these challenges help us to grow as people. They help us to develop. They help us in, in the challenge. And I agree with you 100% in the challenge is everything we need for the life that, we, that would make us smile. It's in there. You know, remember, pray, go spaghetti sauce. It's in there. It is in there. What happens a lot of times is we get super hyper-focused on the pain instead of super hyper-focused on the gift that's coming out of that pain, right? And you don't even have to know what the gift is. You just have to know, like I heard you say at the beginning, I I know like I know. I know like I know that this is going to be great and it's going to be good for me, whatever it is, no matter how painful it is in that moment. And just standing and hearing hearing you say that and having being able to stand in the place of encouragement for our fellow listeners because we're all at some point in this journey. I remember hearing um oh my goodness, a motivational speaker who'll come to me in just a moment, but he would always say in his talk that you're either in the middle of of something come of, of, of a storm coming out of a storm or heading into a storm. And it would make me like kind of tense up a little bit because I'm like, oh where am I? <laughs> you know, you know. And um but as I get older and I go grow more mature in my own journey, I realize all positions are equal. They all hold mm-hmm. blessings. They all hold truth. They all hold the ability to learn and to grow. That's it. That's all. That that's what we're supposed to do with all of this. Absolutely. Everything comes to you for a reason, and it's just a matter of learning what that is. Right. So. Thank you for being our fabulous guest today. For Everyday Peacemakers, please go out, get the book. Um, we are listening to Jai Jai Myra, and it is the soul of purpose. Thank you so very much. Thank you. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is the Everyday Peace Show. It is my pleasure to bring to you our Diverse Voices guest today. He is a phenomenal man doing phenomenal work. Mr. Ray Mapp is uh, 
just setting the world on fire. Let me say that in a, in a very positive way. He started a he started a purpose purpose publishing incorporated purpose publishing incorporated a publishing company that only publishes materials that inspire people to improve self-esteem as well as improve race relations purpose publishing incorporated publishes posters books arts cds dvds you name it ray i absolutely love your work i'm inspired by everything that you do um, your commitment to excellence your commitment to unity in, in our in our society is astounding so i know um, your story and how how you got here how you took something a, a very uh, painful experience with a, with a large corporation and you used it for good so um, give us give us just an idea of what, what's going on with Purpose Publishing right now. Where are you? What are some of your, your big projects? Give us the, the, the background and a little bit of what the highlights are. Let's see. What are the highlights? The highlights of doing this work is discovering that people of color have actually um, created the high technology and the innovations that make the world a safe and comfortable place. And based on um, the way the instructional design is set up in the school system and in the media and in America, quite frankly, um, those contributors are missed and it allows uh, you know, racism to persist. So what what I've been doing is trying to find ways and trying to connect with people like you, Dr. James, to get the word out that um, that people of color, black people, Nubian people, uh, are extraordinary contributors to humanity. And, um, you know, I... I just don't know even where to start with the actual inventions that we appreciate that that, that come from black people. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but you just said something that I think is so worth repeating is that, you know, when we miss the contributions of people, it can lead to mis miscommunication and, and, and an unfair representation. And we think that uh, when we don't attribute the, the, uh, inventions and the things to people it looks as though well maybe you're not as significant or or uh, pulling your weight let's say and i think it's so very important and we live in a balanced society and, and on some level we all know that every, there are no extra people every person is essential for uh, for right. our society right but when we miss those contributions we do get this sense of low self-esteem within a people saying, well, I'm not so sure that I'm valuable. And when you, when you don't believe that you're valuable, your self-worth suffers. And when your self-worth suffers, there's a trickle-down effect on everything, right? In a home, right. in a community, and definitely in right. a country. So I, right. I am humbled by the work that you've dedicated your life to, of getting that Well, I'll out. just say that, you know, I like to just add to that. What really led me to doing this project was one of my life experiences that led me to do this kind of work is um, back when I was in like the seventh grade, um, 
the teacher was talking about, and for some reason, I don't know why the science teacher brought up something about slavery. And she showed a picture of of a white slave owner whipping a black woman with a whip. And there were two big, strong black slaves, slave male slaves, uh, enslaved men, rather. Better way to say that. Just standing there, super, you know, watching. And 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 I was very embarrassed to be a black boy, you know. And I was embarrassed to be in a classroom with white people, seeing this same image up on the board. And um, so I really wanted to know what contributions and what did black people contribute to everyday life from an academic standpoint. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just, just to, just to, just to have education make me be embarrassed to be the race that I was, was something that really had an impact on me. And later on, uh, I started studying instructional design, which I really didn't even know that there was such a discipline, but instructional design is how do you present the instruction to the student and how does that that presentation make them feel first before it teaches them anything how does it make them feel you know what i'm saying so that's the design part of instruction and what i found is that the design aspect of instruction in education is designed to reinforce white supremacy and that is something that we all collectively have to find ways to change um so, yeah what i what, what i hear you saying there too is in I believe that from every experience, right, we have the opportunity to do one or two things. We could say this is the experience, and this is one of the foundational uh, beliefs of everyday peace. This is the experience that broke me. From this point, I can do nothing more. Throwing in a towel, just going to sit here and wait for my day, my number, right? Or we could say this is the experience that set me on fire. I knew when this happened that I would never be the same again that my impact, my contribution would be so big and so so purposeful that it would not only change my life for the better, but it will impact other people. And that's what sounds like happened to you in that seventh grade class. You know, Absolutely. something happened when you saw that picture and you said, well, something got, that was that pivotal point where you could make the decision that this is it. You know what? I I can't do anything. I, I just I, I at that time I didn't know what I was going to do. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I didn't know what I was going to do. But what I did instantly understand, and and I guess later events and things that I witnessed later reinforced the fact that self hate in the black community is real. I you know I had just experienced it, and. And so the despair and the hopelessness that I saw in the black community that I still see in the black community stems from this type of educational design. And it benefits the people who are in power. You know, um, I've had quite a few epiphanies here lately. <laughs> right. and you know, you know in terms, 
when we talk What's about that? benefit, when we talk about benefiting too, I think we we are at least in some part, if not in a huge part, coming to the realization that benefit only happens when we create a win-win situation, meaning that you're taking that experience from seventh grade and not knowing in that moment, but allowing your spirit to respond, right? It was many, many years from seventh grade to the uh, birth of purpose publishing, right? Many, 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 many things happened between seventh grade and that. But in that moment, that moment, something happened when you opened up to the possibility of being able to do something that we call an everyday piece is opening up and using everything, letting everything be service for good. So in this moment, even in this moment where you had this self-hatred, that that blip of I am not enough, right? And on the heels of that, you opened up to the possibility, well, maybe I am. Maybe this was the kick in the pants to say, is that you or is this you, right? The this who is a publishing company that says self, I'm improving self-esteem. I'm improving race relations because when we stand on this improved ground, that's when we have this world that we all want. I strongly believe at the end of the day, each and every one wants to go home knowing that they have done their absolute best. Not perfect, but they tried their best. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody wants to have a purpose, everybody. Yeah. And so Everybody wants there. to know what it is. Right. We get there when we when when companies like yours reach out and say, here is something that you may not have known. I remember I was in college studying pharmacy and took a course in African studies and someone gave me a, a little booklet. I, I still have it to this day in my home on a bookshelf somewhere. And it was a book of all of these inventions you know, from the shoelace something and all this stuff that African-Americans right. and I was blown away. I was like, what? Right, right, <laughs> right. I was a right. computer analyst for Coca-Cola before I learned about most of this. Yes. You know, I was, a, I was, I was a computer analyst for Coca-Cola. And, and just like yep. you said, I, I, I remember being on the bus, you know, heading back to my dorm and having this little smile on my face as I was going through this little pamphlet and just being, I'm like, oh, you know, this was done and that was done. And as you said in the introduction, there were some significant, some significant contributions that made life comfortable, that made life comfortable. And we do have, by, you know, if we were to compare ourselves with any other country, we would say that our life here is somewhat comfortable, right? And a lot of these contributions did that are responsible for uh, for us being able to be comfortable so what do you think is up on the horizon for um purpose publishing what do you what do you see you all doing next to be honest dr james i just have to the the actual posters that we have i just have to do a much better job of getting the word out and the distribution now i do have dreams of doing things like having a Living Legends um, television award show where I can get these people um, on on mainstream TV so people can actually see and celebrate this thing on a much larger and grander scale. Um, But um, I've, you know, been constantly learning about different inventors and scientists that I didn't know about. I mean, it's a living and breathing effort because different things are being revealed 
that has been hidden. You know, you saw the movie Hidden Figures, right? Yes. Or yes, you've heard about it. Yes. I okay. Love so, that. so even after that movie, uh, the U.S. Uh, Air Force um, gave an award to a lady named Dr. Gladys West. Have you heard about her? I have not, Dr. Gladys West. No. Dr. Gladys West, and uh, she invented GPS, the Global Positioning System. What? Yes, she's eighty something years old, huh? Wow. Listen, and if that doesn't blow you, I mean, and 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 then here's the thing: when I say that the inventions that came from black people made life safer and more comfortable, um, I'm talking about life-saving things. You know, um, first successful open heart surgery, the first interracial hospital. Uh, this lady, Marion Croke, invented the uh, the technology to allow you to talk to Google and it understands what you say. Wow. Voice recognition system. Wow. And I, I think that, you know, it is it is empowering. It is empowering for you to say, uh, my goodness, I am, you know, I am part of, you know, I think that's one of the biggest things when I, I was not so much a history buff when I when I was coming up. I was a math and science person, but I loved literature. That was my first love was literature. And one of the things that I loved about literature was the way uh, Charles Dickens could tell a story and he could put all this history in the story and he could you know, weave this fabric of um, of love and accomplishment. And I happened to meet James Baldwin and have breakfast with him. And he could do the same thing. You know, he could tell these stories and he could weave all this history. And it, that's what made me become interested in history and more so right. interested in the history of African-American people, right? Um, right. Understanding that we stand on the backs of giants that we never give credit to because we don't know their names. Right. I mean, what the, the other thing, and you asked me some of the things that I, I see on the horizon for Purpose Publishing, <clears throat> let me say this out loud because I want God to hear it. I want to interview some of these living legends before they pass away. Um, you know, I've, I like I missed Dr. Patricia Bath. We've talked on the phone a couple of times. Beautiful spirit. She's paying uh, young students ways medical school she's never met she's a philanthropist and all this but she passed away a couple of years ago so i miss that you know and, and uh dr james west he's elderly now he invented the microphone that we're using right now talking on the telephone and it's the same microphone they use in recording studios and on stage um he's still alive he's in baltimore maryland somewhere um, what's what's his name again? You 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 name dropping, and I'm trying to get, get notes. What's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor James West. But I I sent you these posters flat, okay, so okay. you're gonna have them. When they come, you'll be able to pull them out and see them. Okay. You know. So I, I'm just name dropping, but the main I part love- that I think is important is for people to know what was invented and the names they can look up later. You know what I mean? But we're talking about the microphone that, that we're using right now. And 
And actually, Dr. James West invented the improved microphone. The original microphone was invented by Granville T. Woods. Um, he he invented the telephone transmitter, the very first telephone transmitter. And uh, and what people don't realize is that the telephone transmitter was in fact a microphone. Wow. So wow. and so. So, so Dr. James West just improved what Granville T. Woods had invented, you know, years before. And uh, an interesting story about Granville T. Woods: <clears throat> Granville T. Woods sued Thomas Edison twice successfully. Wow! Wow! Thomas Edison, who they say is the greatest white inventor of all time, <laughs> he was sued twice successfully by Granville T. Woods. Wow. He was trying to steal his inventions. And meaning that he won those suits. He was proven He won the lawsuits, which also means that at one time the courts were were just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They had to be in order to give Granville T. Woods, you know we're talking you know, the win in the lawsuit. And you know, as as you're talking, um, Ray, I don't know if you have ever considered Saturday school, but I, you know, my children are now 20 and, and 18, but I know when they were coming up, it was something that uh, we tried to do. Uh, we were unsuccessful in, in getting a group of children together, but we did do it for many years with our kids. And uh, because, you know, the the school systems, uh, there's only so much that they can do in a day and there is a curriculum and there's so much, you know, that they have to pack into a school, a school day. But uh, a couple of hours on a Saturday, it's worth it. It is worth it to to take this time to understand more about oneself because when you integrate into a society, the better you understand yourself, the more, and you said it here in your bio, your, your publishing company inspires people to improve self-esteem. The higher your self-esteem when you, when you step out of your home, the more likely you are to be able to impact and to un, uh, on a positive note and to have a greater understanding because higher self-esteem leads to greater understanding. It, re, it leads right. to knowing that, hmm, there is something, you know, this this individual, we don't necessarily meet hatred with hatred. We meet hatred with understanding, which is what uh, uh, Martin Luther King taught us, right? And so this, right. this, and that all is born from self-esteem. You know, we look at the the legacy of Martin Luther King and the kind of family um, uh, that he came from, right? This right. self-esteem that that was there, the knowing of self on a higher level was right. there. So I I, I right. strongly applaud the work that you're doing because it is even though we're talking about the inventions that is the surface stuff but where it lands on the soul of a man or a young boy or young girl or woman has an impact mm -hmm. for generations to come and on that note i must say that the most impressive inventions in my research were done by black women i have to say that and 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 it's so ironic because girls are taught to think that math and science is not for them, you know. But wow. these black That's women are not from this planet. I, I'm just I just have to even go that far. These women, like Gladys West, she had to come up with a, a mathematical formula 
that would allow a satellite to track an individual person on Earth and guide them on a map. I mean, come on now. Right. This woman's 80-something years old. But, I mean, even from a religious standpoint, think about how God had to put information in her brain that was not available in a book. That Only divine intervention can teach that. That's why that's one thing I like to point out. Many of these inventors and scientists, there was not a book to teach them because they were the first to do it. You're the I read that first on your to do website. it. Only God can guide you, huh? I read that on your website, and I was humbled when I read that. You said many of the things that were invented, and, and the inventors had no formal education, but they were inventing things that had never existed before. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't a precursor to this. It was just something. No. That, it had to be a divine design for them to say, oh, well, I, I, I think well, Patricia I'll go out Bass and said it. Right. And Patricia Bass said it in an interview. She said that, now, Patricia Bass, she invented the laser Seiko probe, which uses laser light to remove cataracts from the eyes of blind people who were blinded by cataracts. And in the interview, she said that before she does surgery, the night before she does surgery, she would meditate and pray. And she said this particular night she was meditating because she had a surgery the next morning. And you can imagine having a job where you're going to cut someone's eye open the next day. And you had to do it right or they would be blind or even worse, die. That's a pretty serious job, you know. So she was meditating the night before, and she said she started seeing these visions. And these visions were giving her the blueprint for a laser FACO probe that never existed. She was praying for, she, I guess, now this is just me adding to what she said, but I would say she she was asking God for a better way to do it because she didn't like cutting the eye open. and Because the process before she came up with the laser FACO probe was to cut the retina open and then actually take a little device, a little microscopic device, and scrape the cataracts out, which would actually do some damage to the eye. So she she was praying for a better way, and God said, you can do it with laser. Now, that doesn't that, that sound like some Star Wars medicine or something, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. Okay. Wait a minute now. So... Not only did she see this vision, but it was a working vision, okay? She followed through with this, never having any engineering background or anything. She And then she, and she got it patented in America, Japan, Russia, all over the world. She has a patent for this laser FACO probe, and I have a relative that got the surgery or we got the procedure, and they can see right now. She, in fact, her invention restored the eye, the vision for someone who had been blind for 50 years. Wow. 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 But our kids don't learn about that in school. They learn about slavery. They learn about the instructional design that our children have right now. And, And Bill Gates said that any other people who had an education system as malicious as the one we have, they would take up arms and go against the government. 
We don't. Well, listen. We already had that, so we gonna. No, we gonna, that's no. That's what capital. That's what the well. We we. we I'm not even gonna go there right now. But let's. What I want to do is emphasize how serious it is and right. how it is how 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 much we have to really take this. Okay, so what um. Well, we, uh, uh, I don't want to interrupt you, but we're almost out of time. I want to tell people okay. how to connect because what you're going to get when you go to uh, Purpose Publishing and you look at the data there, and I hope you will support this wonderful work that Raymap is doing because when you know when you know better, you do better. It's the absolute truth. Right. And so, uh, Ray, give us the address for your website so that the listeners can go and check out the wonderful work you have there. It is www.blackmiracles.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-M-I-R-A-C-L-E-S.com, blackmiracles.com. Ray, you have been part of our journey as we move forth in stepping into claiming and working towards our goals in the 2020 year. Um, we are listening to Everyday Peace. All of our listeners are Everyday Peacemakers. I want to tell you that next week, I'm super excited because we have a great show for you next week. We have the psychology of social bias, and we have a wonderful guest, Jerry Kang, joining us. And we have um, developing a success mindset because you know what? If you think you can, you absolutely can. And we have Miss Nettie Ridgway joining us next week for that. I'm super excited because if you or anyone you know has missed today's full show then you shouldn't do that you should go back and listen to that because you're going to learn today about how to develop self-esteem and you can do all this by subscribing to the dr drayvon james show at apple google or listening to it on the unity online radio network until next week i'm dr drayvon james this is everyday peace i absolutely love you Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.